welcome to Letters from the Pen. I am your host, RB Simonakia. And I'm your co-host, D. We have a really good show for you guys tonight. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. But first, of course, we're going to shout out our sponsors. We're going to read our letters. And then we are going to give our guests, Crossroads, a chance to respond to the letter, give their advice. Then we're going to get all off into their business. Everybody <laughs> loves when we get in people's business. But anyway, so shout out to our sponsors that make letters from the pen possible. JRC Cleanup, no job is too big or too small. LHS Home Care, for all of your home care needs in the New York and Tri-State area. Photography Got Next, he's worldwide. Kryptonitation, 420 Clothing, which you can get all of these links on our website, www.lettersfromthepen.com. And you can connect to all those resources. Amore Dior Designs, for all of your pressing needs. We have... OGC Entertainment, check them out and all their artists over there. And we have a couple of new sponsors, new schooling, of course, our boy Gitera, who helps out with a lot of promoting and promotions. So shout out to Gitera over in Jamaica. And of course, Ooh, our newest sponsor, Royal Eyes TV, which will be coming to your Roku box and Netflix and Hulu to a TV near you, which you guys know you can get that in every single TV. All right. And of course, we got to shout out Rob Schwartz over at Humag and iFame TV, which you can catch Letters from the Pen on every Sunday night. So if you don't catch us here, of course, you can always get the playback and you can always get it firsthand on Humag and iFame TV on Sundays. So I know I said a mouthful. So we are going to get off into our letter for the night. And it's pretty juicy and it's pretty sad at the same time. So mm. get your Kleenex, get your little <laughs> snuggle blankets no. and all those good things. And <laughs> D, take it away with the letter. Okay. So I'm going to try not to cry because it's like a very touching letter. Okay. Mm. So it says, dear letters from the pen. I am a 17-year-old female who's who is a senior oh, I'm sorry I am a 17 year old female who is in my senior year of high school I never been the type to express myself I would always close myself out from the world and cry wishing I would die I am a mixed kid 54 and I weigh 254 pounds I eat a lot of salad and fruit and even try to walk but I cannot lose the weight however I do have thyroid problems Moving forward, I've been teased, had food thrown at me. If I walk home from school, I get picked on and called very mean names. I'm sorry, I'm about to cry. Wow. And even get jumped on. I tried cutting myself plenty of times because I feel I don't have a purpose on this earth. I get so angry, I would take it out on my mom sometimes by yelling, screaming, slamming my door and saying, I wish I would die already. But mm. in my mom's defense, she is a single mom raising four kids with me being the second born child. My mother works a lot and my older sister goes to a community college and takes care of my two brothers because they're still young and can't be home alone. I do help out as well. My older sister is beautiful and skinny. I always say, why couldn't I be her? I don't know what to do anymore. I don't want to go to school. I was happy when the pandemic first started, but now having to go back to school, I just want to kill myself. I feel like I have nobody to speak to and I have no friend. I feel alone and worthless. 
When my father was alive, I used to feel untouchable, like there was a, a meaning to life. Now I feel lifeless. Please give me advice. Sign a cry for help in St. Louis, Minnesota. Mm. Wow. Okay, so first thing before we even address the letter, um, I'm going to drop the number to the suicide hotline um, because people need it and sometimes they don't know where to find it. 800 800- Two seven three eight two five five. That's the national suicide hotline number. So if you are feeling like you want to take that route, or if you know somebody that is, please pass the number along because there's nothing on this earth that is worth uh, you committing suicide or taking your own life. I agree. So we're gonna give because you know I have a big mouth and I'm always like talking, talking, talking. So we're gonna let our guest, baby Paul one hey. part of crossroads we're gonna let him give his give his opinion and you know give his advice on this letter first well uh, absolutely uh first of all thank you ladies for having me um shout out to my partner super mc out of detroit i represent queens new york hence the concept that we call crossroads <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm he should be tuning in any minute but um what i'll say is it's definitely disheartening to hear letters like that um me personally I grew up in Queens and in my teenage years, I was very, very introverted. I found solace in being creative. You know, I was into comic books and science fiction movies and music. And that was my form of escapism. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, especially, I mean, I grew up in a different time, like in the 90s, you know what I mean? 80s and 90s, because I'm a little older, of course. But like today's age, you got the age of social media, the digital age is so much influence on younger people in terms of being cool, being attractive, maybe having money, uh, getting along with, you know, their peers and things like that. There's so much peer pressure. So I definitely, definitely, definitely empathize. And what I want to say to that young lady is find the things that you're passionate about, you know, um, whatever that may be, and use that as a way to find solace and peace in be proactive, you know, being involved in that, whether it's art, music, uh, you know, uh, film, television, um, you know, just try to find, um, if not, if, if you're very, like, if you don't like to keep a large circle of people, because I, I, from what I understand in the letter, she doesn't really hang out with anyone. She doesn't like to be in school. But I would assume there are groups, even in school, of people that may feel the way she feels that she could probably connect with if she's more willing to open herself up to like other people in school to connect with and, 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 and share her story, not necessarily about doing something to herself, but just the, the way she feels about herself and the way she feels about, you know, the things that bring her down, whatever that may be, and, and try to like find like-minded individuals that can share and empathize with her and, and find like a way to be a support system to one another. And definitely I would hope that within the family structure, there's conversation, whether it's the mother, the sister that she referred to, you know, the siblings, because communication is everything. If, if a parent doesn't know what their child is going through, that is a big part in the disconnect, you know what I mean? And especially being a teenager, this is the time to really be able to talk to your kids and see what's going on with them, manage what they're watching, manage what they're doing on the internet, because a lot of that plays a part in the influence and the depression and the uncertainty of feeling like you're worthy of anything. And that's absolutely false. You're absolutely worthy of everything in life. And all you have to do is find the things that you're passionate about and 
you know, experience and explore those things. You know, if, if you if you meet people that share the same interests, you know, um, use that as, as, a, as a way to, um, you know, share your pursuits and see how you could bounce off each other. You never know. You can learn from each other in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would definitely say use that suicide hotline if you need to talk to someone. But if you're watching this or you see the playback of this between myself and these ladies here, please take our advice. Don't do anything to yourself. Just think about the bigger picture that everybody has a purpose. You're young, you're still finding your purpose in life, and you'll be surprised as you get older, looking back on all your blessings, the things that you could be able to do to not only support the community that you're in, but also be a force for change for the younger generation. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I know in the letter, it says that she closes herself out and her mom works a lot. So um, she doesn't talk to anybody. She just closes herself out from the world and cry. Right, right, right. So, uh, and her sister's in a community college. And um, I guess I'm assuming her sister works as well. So sometimes mm-hmm. they so switch she's not around watching the kids. Yeah. And um, at the end, she says that um, when her father was alive, she used to feel untouchable, like there was a meaning to life. Now mm. I feel like lifeless. So I'm. She's, she gonna, sounds like a daddy's girl. She sounds exactly, like someone who. Yeah. I am going to say that um, maybe instead of I know here it says she take her anger out on her mom sometimes. Maybe instead of taking your anger out on your mom, yelling and slamming doors, maybe you need to talk to her, make her aware of what's going on. Because right. um, from you saying that you closed yourself out, that means like you're not talking to your mom. You're not knowing. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. mom doesn't know what's going on. Maybe it was There's the dad tell her dad everything. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let Let your mom know what's going on. Or Absolutely. try to talk to your older sister. Um, kids can be very cruel and nasty nowadays you know jumping her throwing food on her um what else she say Uh, calling her mean names it's uncalled for what's the absolutely the bullying is is ridiculous i can imagine like in like she's in public school right she's like you said 16 17 so she she, said she's 17 she's 17 and this is her senior year of high school Okay, yeah, she's in high school. Okay, wow. Mm, that bullying is serious, especially with the internet. People do it on, on social media. Cyberbullying. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she probably doesn't want to talk to somebody in school. Being a senior, you feel like, oh, if you're caught talking to somebody or pulling that person in the office, oh, look at you, you're a snitch. So then she feels like it might get worse. But right. I do feel like um, she needs to talk to somebody stop cutting your wrist stop Mm -hmm. um wanting to kill yourself because let me tell you something everybody is unique in their own way and everyone um is good at something there's something out there that you're very good at and you can express yourself there some people Mm -hmm. get so angry that if you put them in a booth and they put those headphones on that story gonna come out and that song gonna be number one 
You understand? Mm-hmm. If you put that pen and paper in front of them and they write that book, that book gonna be so juicy that you're gonna have your face in that book and not want to mm-hmm. get that out that book. Mm-hmm. Just like when you watch certain things on Netflix or something and that it's so good, like you have to watch it and watch it and watch it. Mm-hmm. When I first started watching Power, I was like, hold on, wait. They were like, mom, can you cook? Order something, order something. I'm watching Power. <laughs> Here, here's the card. Order something, you know, because it was so good. Like I wanted to know what was next, and when it, mm. that cuts off, and I'm like, "You're not returning until when?" That was a problem for me. I'm like, "50, what you doing?" You know. Right. So right. there's something out there that you must love and that you're really good at that you can. That's exactly do what I was pointing mind, out. Yeah, to mm-hmm. to keep your mind off hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that you need someone to talk to. You need to express yourself because no matter what size, color, how short, tall, or whatever you are, everyone's unique in their own own way, and you are beautiful. Right, and I would say that that, that letter sending it to here to this platform is an example of her opening up. You know, even though to, to we're complete strangers, all of us here united in this space of complete strangers we empathize with her story and hopefully if she sees this or tunes in on an archive episode and here's her uh, letter being read back in our response she takes heed to it yeah that's her first step wanting mm-hmm. that help so Absolutely. i don't believe that she wants to hurt herself i just mm-hmm. think she wants to be guided in a different direction okay so, so let, just, let me tune in now okay because mm-hmm. i I've, I've been listening to y'all but y'all missing a whole bunch of points here okay mm-hmm. sure so, First of all, right, a couple of points we missed here. Number one, she's biracial. Listen, Mm. number one, she's a biracial child, right? So she's going through a whole different type of struggle than, let's say, a completely white child or a completely black child, okay? That's a different Mm ballgame. And who knows if if she can talk to her mom or not. Her mom might not understand. If Mm. her mom's white and her father's black, how many biracial children do we know myself being one of them, that one parent sometimes does not understand, right? And not that it's that parent's fault, but I I don't think that if she doesn't feel like she can talk to her mother, it's not her job as a child to go to her mother. Her mother should know. I don't care if you're working or what you're doing. Her mother should be able to look at her child and say, you know what? She's she's acting a little bit different today. Something's going on. Let me me talk to my child because children are not always going to come to you. And you got to understand, she's at a pivotal moment in her life. She's 17. So she's right in between like, okay, I'm about to be an adult. I'm a child, Mm. right? So how many 17-year-olds do we all know that are just so open and come out and talk and say, hey, mom, I'm smoking weed, or I'm not a virgin anymore, or this happened, or that happened. We don't know very Mm. many. I'm not ready to talk about adults. They're not going to come out and and just say that. Mm -hmm. So Good point. I, I think that maybe her mother needs to needs to slow down a little bit. And I understand she might be a single parent and she's paying all the bills, but you do have to take that moment to slow down and raise your children. Because if right. not, the streets are going to raise our kids and they're going to go out there and learn something and they're going to learn it the wrong way. Fact. So as far as, as being picked on and bullied about her weight, I mean, I don't even understand, you know, I don't even understand that anymore, to be honest, because there's no more, okay, you have to look this way. You have to look this way to, to feel like this or be like this. Nobody cares, honey. Okay, it's big girls out here, you know. Doing it. it. Dropping it, coming mm-hmm. out in D-string. Like, come on now. Like, let's let's be, be real well, about it. She, she does say that she has thyroid she's got a, problems. She's, 
She has a self-esteem problem is what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't condone violence, but honey, if they keep throwing food at you at, at some point, she's going to snap. And when, when she comes out of that shell, she's probably going to hurt somebody. Right. So I, I think that at this point, her mother needs to step in and do a little bit more mothering than anything else. Especially but, pointing out that she's already slit her wrist. is like your parents don't recognize any damage to her her body, you know, when she's around right. in the household. That's that's crazy to me. She's not paying attention. So I, I'm wondering mm-hmm. what kind of mother she has, not to... Correct. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, society doesn't make it all great neither because you have all these people that come on and get all these fake butts, br- breast lifts, all this lipo, and they make... They try to install these things in these children's head like, this is the way you need to look. This is the body you need to have. So... Society doesn't help with that neither. But guess what? It still comes back to the parent, right? It's the parent's job to instill in their child from the time that they're little, you are beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. You are who you are. You are beautiful. It, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. And, and and I'm not even I'm not even just talking about from a racial standpoint. I'm I'm just talking about from 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 religion to sexual orientation. I mean, things are what they are. And society's moving forward and there's nothing we can do about it so we have to kind of teach our children around what's happening in society and make sure that we give them the tools that when they go out into the world that they know how to handle these certain things because if if this isn't handled now she's going to turn into an adult that gets bullied whether it's at work or whether she hooks up with a man that's going to be beating on her and she's going to think it's okay because that's what she's used to right so her mom if her, her mama need to do her job Literally, Facts. my mom needs to do her job because, boy, especially at that age, tell me where you at. I'll come do your mama job for you. Like, come on now, mm-hmm. we we mm-hmm. have to Let, let's women. let's give Super a chance and see if he want to jump. Up, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you able to hear the letter? No, I I didn't I didn't hear I didn't hear all of the letter, but you know, I let the ladies tell you a little bit about what that letter. About what y'all was was talking about, you know what I'm saying? I could I could kind of peep what was going on. Um, I ain't know all of the details. I just know she was getting bullied, and you know that that and and what Nikki was saying. You know, it's like if you don't stop that at an early age, it's gonna it's gonna manifest and manifest and manifest into all these different weird things that's that's gonna come back and um and bite her. And and like she was saying, that that comes from you know the parent. Or the or the or the mother or the father is still in this this championship in inside of their their children. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, when you when you were a kid, you looking at you looking at these adults for this reinforcement. Right. When you go out and deal with other kids that may you know have more or um you know look a certain way or have a certain um social you know status or whatever when you go home to your to your parents those um those things or what am i trying to say those those little issues that you you miss in the checks from you can get those at home and that right. what, that's what builds up your self-esteem your confidence correct correct got a good support system or a good home life, but we all know that some kids don't have a good home life as well. 
the fact that she she decided to write the letter to you guys and to reach out to you and D and and it's like you know she she doesn't really want to hurt herself but she's going through something right you go through you know what I mean you go think yeah. she's still not over the death of her father neither you know probably not so, i mean listen i think she never expressed that or never got that out of her system so that you know the death of her father and then the bullying at school and the making being made fun of is all just building in and when she finally explodes i feel bad for that person i'm gonna tell you this d i ain't over the deaths of so many people right now right you know what it's I'm not saying? easy it's, that is not yeah I'm talking about I I went through multiples like not not to be funny in any kind of way or to offend anybody anywhere this is just me um calculating I'm not, well not even calculating but assessing I guess I have been through so many deaths from 2010 till now that I I I was I was feeling a certain kind of way right you go through that many deaths, cousins, aunts, little cousins, older cousins, uncles, aunts. Is I'm talking about it just didn't stop, right? And then these past years, I see people losing eight people and and feeling. And then a couple of people was like, "Yo, man, I know exactly how you've been feeling, Sue. I know exactly how you've been feeling." In these last two years, you know. That's been hat that's been going on. My dog, one of my dudes was like, yo, man, I've I I I get how you've been feeling for all of this. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. and you and, and those things weighing with the gravities of um school life and trying to fit in and trying to be a part of and just knowing and realizing things you know friends change and stuff get different and people that you wasn't cool with you cool with now is you know that that whole time is 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 ever changing and always different so you always I'm just thinking from my experience of being a kid and being in those type of situations because we all done been through it that's why the kid can speak from it. That's why you speak so passionately from the beat. That's why Paul can speak on it. That's why I can say what I'm saying about it is the fact that these um, these things agitates us as children and they push us to certain levels. But the fact that she reached out is the fact that she knows something ain't right and she knows she wants to get help for it. And I and I in any kind of way, you know what I'm saying, I would be down to help her. I know Paul mm-hmm. would, you would, you Absolutely. would understand in any kind of way. And that's for any kid or any person anywhere, you know, that's going through something like this, because this is is trying. That 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 mm-hmm. that stage of life is is really trying. Very trying. You know what I mean? Well, it let's depends. not forget what, what we're going through as as a world, as a nation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, put that on top of you know everything else, and I'm sure a lot of these kids have a lot of built up frustration because they've been locked down and doing school from the computer, and there's they don't have that interaction that they're used to having. Right. So I just think on so many levels, there's just a lot going on. 
Um, but let me say this, if you're listening, go to www.lettersfromthepen.com the same way you submitted the letter and submit your information. And we will try to find you some help in your hometown, like a therapist or a counselor. We will pay for your first few sessions um, if your mom can't afford it or if, you're, if, if it's not covered in your insurance. And we want to do our part um, to make sure that, um, you know, you get the help that you need. And I mean, and, you know, the other thing, really the jokes on everybody else because you know their parents are kind of dumb because it costs like all about 89 cents for a pair of Jordans and then they're out fighting you know on the line for hours you know to pay 300 dollars for a pair of Jordans okay so the joke <laughs> is, they lose coin so I mean yo Nikia this is the 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 things that people do for the things that people want it's crazy it I mean crazy. really I mean to be to be honest um I, I think that with everything that's gone on in society for the for the last few years, right? Just with all the, the controversy with the presidential elections, um, the COVID-19, the shots, the lockdowns, like everything that, that's happening and all of the police brutality and killing and Black people trying to come together to stand up. I think that where people drop the ball at and what they have to understand is that we're at a point right now where there's no such thing as, oh, the white man held me down or I can't get ahead. There's no such thing, right? The only person who can hold you back is yourself. True. And the problem is... It's so funny I say that all the time. Black mm-hmm. people don't want to take the steps to educate themselves, right? So uh, certain other races, they the way they approach things, right? Their mindset is, and they teach their children this, their mindset is, okay, grow up, start a business. You're going to be the president and CEO of a Fortune 500 company. You're going to buy a bunch of real estate. You're going to be a mogul. You're going to flip this. You're going to do that, right? Black people teach their children, you got to be the flyest on the block. So um, make sure you get them fresh Jordans when they first come out, right? They're not teaching them about stocks, bonds, um, real estate, how to balance a checkbook. Right. So the mindset is so crazy that that particular race, we keep ourselves down, but we want to blame other people for our mishaps. And yes, not taking anything away because we all know a bunch of stuff happened. Slavery, this, that. We know this. But it's time to have forward thinking. Right. Because we have the tools now. So mm-hmm. let's stop saying, I can't do this because of XYZ. We have the tools. Yes, we do. But I agree. But then teach what's your so children. Crazy? Teach your children what's it's crazy? important to get an education and not to flip nickel bags on, on the block. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the craziest thing about that, Nikia, is like that is the truth. That is like what you just said is like the guy honest truth, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not the trophies that are upheld in the hood. That I that, that is not the trophies that are upheld at the backyard party. Those are mm-hmm. not the trophies that are upheld at the at the barbecue or even at nice. Thanksgiving or even at Easter Sunday meals. That those are not the trophies held up on nobody's mantle in too many black people's house. It's be fly, is get this, is get that. It's more of a mm-hmm. more of a be a, a well consumer more so than a well producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand that right there is modern day slavery. It's the mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you think you get kept down? Right. So, for example, right. 
let's say we have two children, one's black, one's white. They're both 18, right? You give right. the white child $1,000, he's going to figure out, let me go buy some stocks and bonds and figure out how to multiply this, right? You give the black child $1,000, the first thing he's going to do is like, I'm about to go buy a pound of weed or an ounce, whatever. Um, I'm, about to go change, um, I'm about to go put some music in my ride. Like, how is that helping you? How is that what? helping you strategically move forward? Remember that song? Remember that song? Who made that song? What mean the world to you? Remember was that Cameron? What mean the world? Uh, to the world you? to you? Yeah, it was Cameron. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What means the world to you? And everybody's understanding of what you just said. We all want a better life. We all want to live. Even the flyest, even the flyest person in the party, who probably really the brokest person in the party because they spent everything on their outfit they still want money you know what i'm saying so in in everybody's mind it's like what really means the world to you some people it it entails a bunch of things some people it entails one thing some people Mm -hmm. it entails five things some Mm -hmm. people it entails three things so when you when you say that like like what you know like um it's like some people whole world is just plumbing that's it that's all they talk about that's all they want to know that's just it that'd be just that's it for it but your world may be your world may be plumbing auto mechanic carpenter um taxidermist you know what i'm saying like pilot you know what i mean you might be on a whole nother theme or or which or what i'm saying is you you're probably able to see the whole spectrum when they just see one shade you know what i'm saying right and that's mm-hmm. their worlds but that's what we've been taught and that's what we parade like why mm-hmm. is it why is it more why is it more niggas will be at a nigga going to jail party versus then your kid going to college party we haven't exactly little, little joe little joe going to college he gonna be a, a psychiatrist when he come out but but right. five people there including grandma but then he's saying, you know, Pookie, Pookie about to go to jail because, you know, he shot them people house up, killed that right. baby in the house. And then everybody there. That's crazy, you know, man. The, 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 the Willy Wonka and what we support. And, you know what I'm saying? And what we, it's, it's like um, Run DMC said, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. Bad meaning good. It's crazy too, uh, not to interject what Soup is saying. I want to just reinforce it. There is a song, and this is a segue, but it, it applies to this part of the conversation that we did on our last EP called Roll Less Travel. It's called Need More. The whole subject matter of that record, see, he's, he's making a face. He agrees with me. The whole subject matter of that record is exactly what we're talking about. Like everyone needs more, no matter, they don't look at their blessings and what they have in front of them whatever it is car house jewelry whatever it is you're always fighting to need more not looking at what you have and appreciating your blessings and focusing on how to be a better person you know it's nothing wrong with wanting things in life but have a purpose behind it you know have some some sense of understanding and, and of, of what the value of things and be responsible with your finances that's i can't i can't commend you so much uh even more for mentioning stock investing because that's part of the agenda that I've had for some years now, you know, I have a Philadelphia and a TD American account. And all I do is save at least a third of my income to, to reinforce my, 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 you know, accounts. 
You know, you got to hey, do listen, that. Listen, though. <laughs> listen, though, listen, though, this is another thing, Mr. Mm-hmm. Kid. Check this out. While we was out on the cotton fields, while we was in the cotton fields, they were still conducting business. Literally, like mm-hmm. the whole day out, like you go somewhere, you, you say, I'm going to buy this, the man stamps it, they give you a little receipt thing, you know, you take the little receipt, this receipt tells you that you own this stretch of land. They were doing that while we were still picking cotton. Mm-hmm. The like, do you know how how many eons they was then away from us dealing with business? How that's why that's why that gap is so big. You know what I'm saying? Because come on, man, we we first had to learn how to speak Chicken George before mm-hmm. we can grasp what owning a lot was and going to stamp getting that stamp. But then we had to be able to go get the stamp to go buy the. You know what I'm saying? Like. Look how far, look, look how far we are away from their business. Like we know people that got business successful, black businesses that made investments, but look how far that if one of their sons and daughters did a business, how much, how much more greater it would be the extent that they would have the things that they would not have to worry about. See, we worried about bare necessities. Like, dang, what I'm going to fix today? What I'm going to eat today? What these kids going to eat today? Where we going to go today? Okay, we got to put gas in the car. Okay, dang, rent him. Blah, blah, blah. But mine, what if you didn't have to think about none of that? None of that. Like, okay, well, yeah, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, yeah. All you thinking about is I'm working, money coming in, we about to do this. We about to do that. We about to do this. We about to buy that. But look how far we would have to be as, as a race and as understanding and as people, we would have to trust each other to do business with each other all over again. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is. If, mm-hmm. if all of us is on some, just think about this. If everybody you know is on some hood shit, if we all on some hood shit, if everybody is on some hood shit, and I don't mean to be cussing on the show, I'm sorry. But you all right. If we, if no, you not. <laughs> okay, if we all on some hood shit, right? How you going to trust another business if you know they on some hood shit? You're going to be like, man, <laughs> they selling chicken. Even if they selling shirts, you're going to be like, man, this, this fool trying to play me. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they own some hood. And you know but what see, that is. But, but that's why. That's the why. Scammers are real. No, but listen. But, no, but that's why mm-hmm. as an African-American race, we got to clean our own backyard before Fact. we try to tell somebody else how to treat us. Because we're pointing the finger at the white man saying, this is what you did to me. And I want... I want my equal rights as you, which we deserve and we should have, which we do. And you're going to address me like this, right? You're going to address me as ma'am, miss, Mr. Sir. But then another African-American can come up to me and say, yo, what's up, bitch? Oh, fuck you, nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if we demand that respect from somebody else, we have to give ourselves that respect as well. Correct. True. True. Right? Because a change, true change is not going to happen until African-Americans also truly change their mindset and thinking. That, that's what I'm saying. We got to, we, we, it, it would almost have to be like, like we would have to really be on some like black bottom type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when it was like the, the reason why black people was able to flourish in those situations, because we all fucked with each other. We all was like, okay, 
they always like, you know what, we can't spend our money over here. Okay, well, I'm going to buy from D. D going to buy from the kid. Kid going to buy from Paul. Paul mm-hmm. gonna keep the money going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. To the point where now the kid on a section of the town, I own a section of the town, D on a section of the town, P on a section of the town, and now we got other business supermarkets over here. You got a mall over there. P got the gym over there. D, D got a food court over there. You know what I'm saying? We we got stuff popping up. But then, but then they was like, uh uh-uh. uh, you see how they building? They see how they building? See how they building? Mm-hmm. Well, look, now y'all can buy from us. Y'all ain't got to spend y'all money over there. And plus, we got better stuff. <laughs> but the, here's but here's the thing with that though, right? So for me, I don't care if I'm buying from the white man, the black man, the Spanish man, right? I'm gonna come over here and strike this deal with you and, and I'm and I'm gonna buy this from the white man, but I'm gonna come back into my community and spread the love. So it's for me, it's not so much about where you're getting it from, but of course I would support black owned businesses, but but if they don't have what I need and I need and I have to get what I need, I'm going to get it where I, where I need to get it from. But yeah, I'm going to fun. bring that back into home and help others, you know, flourish. But the problem is we got racism going on in our, within our own race. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of separatism. You, oh, uh, I don't like her because she's light skin. I don't like her because she's mixed. Oh, I don't cultural, like her Cultural separatism. Skin. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? <laughs> Look at what Wesley Snipes did when he built that his own little community. You see, you see what Akon doing over there in Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. building a bunch of babies. Let's not. No, he's he building his own community. Did you see? Let's not get on Akon. She's trying to hit Akon. Let's not get on Akon with his ten wives, honey. It's okay. <laughs> at least he ain't lonely no more. Anyway, look. He's living like an African king. We should go on and on and on and on about this conversation. But look, we're gonna take a little a little break. We're gonna play you guys a single time. Um, tell us what time is about and how you came about, what the influence behind it was. I let Sue kick the floor. You know, this guy by the name of Biggie Paul, right? He's a Grammy Grammy nominated producer. He made this beat called Time, and in the record it say Time. When I heard the record, I was like, oh, that record sound like time. And we took a little time, and I took some more time, put together this rhyme, and then in time, the time record was done, and it only came up. It was only a little more time, and we put the time together to make the record come out on time. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it features uh, Lynette Lachey for the one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. All right, so here it is. You heard it right here on Letters from the Pen, Time by <laughs> Crossroads, featuring Lynette Lachey. Peace, queen. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. As the sands fall in the hourglass of my life, every minute I'm giving, I'm suspending in time. Stop watch clocks for seconds to a limited shine. If you give me some to rewind and bring big food back to this. Can't control their hands on this rolly to show me. I don't know if I have it, but I'm running out of the most precious thing to a dying menace. On my grind, I'll be racing against the The only thing you can't replace when you use it up. Behind these balls for coke sales that be giving us. Counterclockwise, trying to reverse the to chase the future, cause we living in dangerous. I remember this one particular. I was sitting in court facing some heavy. Paying fees, they was taking up all of my Elders be reminiscing, talking about. Oh, 
Make it count, you only got a short amount of When we was kids, we thought we had a whole lot of it Nothing will happen before this moment and Everything living got its own space and Only thing really show we existed was the Trying to live forever and go the distance with the It waits for no man that ain't consistent with the Immortals been here from the beginning of Sprinting through the present just to be passing the Barry Allen, the flash moving faster than DeLorean, Doc Brown, I got a lot of Missing my son fighting baby mama for some Easteration period, anticipating Flavor Flav, medallion in the balance hanging Metronome, it's the rhyme with no seconds wasted See this fail quick, interval, watch I created Continuation of the shift you hated Many moons, I'm cable of bishop on occasion It is so soulful, don't you agree, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, <laughs> yes, time. Yo, you ladies, you can't imagine the vibe in the studio with this record. I remember when Super just writing the verses. I don't know if he had his iPad or his iPhone or whatever, but he just kept whining it, kept whining it, kept whining. He's like, Yo, no, this shit is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, just to add on to what he said, you know, it was like a vocal sample that I was building the beat around. As you know, it, it just says word time, but like what made it special was how Soup translated it lyrically. Like it's two verses surrounded by the vocal sample and then the outro uh, by Nanette Lachey, who's singing, you know, the vocals at the outro. And it's just, it's just a vibe. It's, it's street soul music. It's introspective music. It's forward thinking music. It's inspirational music all in combined. You know what I'm saying? There's always a line you're going to catch it you didn't catch the first time you listen to it. Every time you listen to this record, you're going to catch a different line. Whether it's metaphoric or just like directly in your ear, like, oh, I just caught that. You know what I'm saying? And that's a testament to Soup's lyrical ability as a, as a writer. You know what I'm saying? He's a beast. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's the thing that, that people deal with. You know what I'm saying? When they're dealing with time. You know? mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So, I know that you guys are different in different states on separate sides of the world. How did you guys come from being Super MC and Baby Paul to Crossroads? I'm gonna let you tell that story too. <laughs> Once was the guy, no. <laughs> uh, well, you know, my manager, um, Iconic John, you know what I'm saying, uh, had, a, had a friend or whatever that, that introduced him and to Baby Paul told him about him. Plus, I had already like um, had a had a a, a a a friend as well that was doing some business with Baby Paul prior to me and Baby Paul even meet, and so of course, you know when when people heard we was you know 
you know, about to meet up. You know, everybody was like, yo, hit my phone. Like, yo, he a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Good, nice producer, blah, blah, blah. Plus, like, man, you don't know Baby Pop. Like, Baby Pop's like, the name sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of history, man. Like yeah, what I right. love is that we what I love is that we both have experience and lineage to our own credit before even working together. Me with the beat miner, shout out to Easy B, Mr. Wall, Duck Down Records from the 90s producing like Black Moon, Smith and West and Health and Skeleton and all that. And then, you know, Soup coming out of the lineage of the greatest MCs coming out of the city of Detroit, you know, having worked oh. with Eminem at Eight Mile. You know, his mentor was the late proof of D12. Need I say more? I don't even, I can stop right there. Hey, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But okay. Okay. With, with, with the brief introduction that was given by Baby Paul. <laughs> okay. So me and John, like, okay, you know, we about to ride, we about to ride out here and holler at him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, we was just going at the holler You know what I'm saying? Fuck around, get a couple beats. You know what I'm saying? We work something out, whatever. We go out there, we kick it with him. Okay, you know, baby boy, he cool, man. He cool. We kicking it like man and guy. So I was telling him, I say, look, man, look, man, I ain't just trying to get no beats from you. Just, you know, be some fly by night project we do. I said, man, I want to at least be able to, you know, like even if we not working on nothing, like I do some project or something I got coming up, I want to be able to come to you like, yo, man, sprinkle me, man, or something. Right. Like, yo, a couple of me, <laughs> so, then, so from that, he, he laughing. Put like, your phone on silent. Like, <laughs> whoever's so, so I'm like, <laughs> I so we, we we chopped it up that wasn't and, me. You know, I'm on me. Got the, got a couple of beats from him you know what i'm saying so from that point on you know we just you know we had the studio he he showed us the radio station he on he aired he aired our music you know what i'm saying this is the time when i was in the um the museum they had us up in uh, detroit institute of art you know what right. i'm saying it was just right. like part of the this, this big um, picture art. It was put together by um, one of the greatest photographers, Jenny Richards. Crazy shoot for Eminem, everybody, Royce everybody. But um, so we was in the middle of that. So we get the beats from Baby Paul. Go back to the studio, Titan Records. Shout out Chris Cronus. You know what I'm saying? That's where I recorded like one of the first records, the first mm-hmm. records um, for the, the the Crossroads project. But we weren't Crossroads yet. We was just Baby Paul. And so Got to see. Baby Paul, I'm about to work. <laughs> go to work, the kid. You feel me, D? I'm about to go to work. Right. So we get the beats. You know what I'm saying? We going through the beats. So I'm like, I know he got some more beats. I know he got some more stuff. You feel me? So mm-hmm. we come to the studio. He was here for the summer. So he had already sent some crazy, some crazy joints. But me. I'm I'm a beat kind of sewer, D. I know if you got the good Kool-Aid that you serving us, you got something good as hell in the freezer. But you ain't <laughs> nobody. You ain't letting nobody taste yet. You feel me? So I'm like, yo, okay. So be peasy, like, you know, I got these beats, I got these beats. I'm like, yeah, them dope. I like them. You know, you know, but what's in this folder you got with all these? D got folders from like, just imagine. A through Z folders, right? A all the way to Z folders. And then each one of those folders is A to Z folders in each one of the A to Z folders. 
<laughs> in other words, subfolders of a folder. It's, 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 I'm like, man, are you? I haven't heard none of this. Hey, open up five four seven eight five Z and play me one. You know what I'm saying? So we just, you know, we started going through his stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and the more, you know, we started to jail on these records and these records started to come together. You know what I'm saying? Manager was like, yo, man, what if? And BPZ was like, what if? And then I was like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. it happened right there. You know what I'm saying? We was in Titan when it happened. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it was like rightfully so. The vibes was there. The beats was there. The music was there. You know what I'm saying? And um, we put together some some like 40s, like over 40 records. Like it's just crazy. It's like records. Well, the course of like two months in the summer. Of course. Like, yeah. We I still have catalog y'all have yet to hear, ladies. I promise. You know what I'm saying? So we put these threes together and, you know, we came crossroads. Then we did a world tour. We're main source. You know what I'm saying? Got nice. to rock out. Got to rock yeah. out with the bands, You know what I'm saying? But yeah. we was doing we was doing shows and stuff, you know, before then, popping it off and the records was getting high. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's blessed. You know I mean? It's like, blessed. Yeah. So what project do you guys currently have out? Like, did you just release a project? Are you about to release a project? Well, we have two projects out over the course of the last two years and a few singles as well. Three. Time is one of them. Three. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. three projects. Well, X them out. We had X amount, X amount is is our first mixtape. First project, you know yeah, yeah. That was with some original joints by BPZ, and then some uh some 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 joints was off his catalog that he had produced right. for like uh Bad Five, uh, Nas, Feral Minds, stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, that is popular that people may know when they hear right. him. You know, and so I, right. I jumped and rocked off of body couple, every one of them. A couple of every original, one of them. It was mm-hmm. it was. We put out uh, X amount. Then mm-hmm. after that, uh, we went with what was that? The road less travel. Ding, the road less mm-hmm. travel, which was joint, some joints that we had already had done before that we didn't put on X amount. X amount was the mixtape again. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So we, we, now we get into like the actual um, like mint for the mm-hmm. project records that was on mm-hmm. uh, on the road less travel, and then we got out time. And hard to dance. Dance. You know, t- time and hard to dance. Like y'all just played time. Hard to dance was a record that was aimed at um the the political side of things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah, we released going- it right around election week, actually, last year. Yeah. Yeah. But we was dealing. So with now, it. if somebody wanted to find any of your any of your projects or albums to buy them to stream them, like where would they go? Everywhere. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. Uh, all streaming platforms, you know. Um, and, and you guys, then, it, it's X, mm-hmm. it's crossroads, but like with an X instead X of instead a of a C. C. Correct. Yeah. Yep, and we have a YouTube channel, you know, Crossroads. You know, what I'm saying you can check all our visual content videos we shot over the last couple of years. Even one of them that we shot while we was on tour in Europe with Main Source, we shot it in Milan, Italy. It was a, it was nice. it was a lot of fun. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> Yeah, Domo, a lot of fun. Domo. It was in Domo Square, yep, in Milan, yep. I'm gonna subscribe to your YouTube channel, and I'm gonna get that time song. Yeah. yeah, no, that time song is dope. Yeah, yeah. actually, we another song. Actually, we have a lyric song. video for that. Right, we it have a lyric video on YouTube of, um, for that. What's that 
like the song you're all i need to survive like in the beginning yeah. of that it's like, right. and i was right. like hold on wait i'm hearing yeah. something Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it, it'll remind you of that Tammy Terrell Marvin Gaye, the way it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, D, but you get the rocking like like what's so ill is you gonna get the rock into it because of the beat for sure. Mm-hmm. There's no question. You know and what I'm sonically, saying? Sonically, like, if you if you got a whip, not to cut super off, but sonically, if you got a whip, that shit beats in the car. Like the bottom on that record, I love the bottom. The mix of that record was so special to me because you hear everything, the chords. The vocals, the bass line, everything is knocking. Well, you the know, car. after this is over, I'm gonna plug it in the car. Boom, boom. Please, right please do. And just, and just hit, and just hit the repeat button so it just loops a couple times because it's not a long record. So you want to vibe and let it come on again. I hope, I come hope on you, again. And then come on again. And we'll get those. And we'll get those streams. And we'll get those streams. Thank you very much. So now, if somebody <laughs> wanted to kind of do like a feature with you guys, or wanted mm. you to do anything, like how would they how would they reach out to you? How would they find you? Uh, they would they would hit up uh, Big John Iconic Manager. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying to get at us. Correct. Or they could they could they could holler at Myesha Hendrix. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know. Yeah. So you said as far as social media, Big John Iconic mm-hmm. Management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Iconic Management. Spell I K O N I C iconic. And um as far as social media, you can follow us crossroads NYD on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, but but it ain't it ain't like you know they can't be like yo BPs what's up, man? Or they can't be like yo soup, man, what's up? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's all gonna get you know redirect, you know what I'm saying? It's just, absolutely it's absolutely so but, so Paul, you're from Queens, but what yes, part ma'am. of Queens? Uh, I was born in Harlem, raised in Brooklyn, Queens, but I, I, I hail from Jamaica, Queens, North Jamaica, Queens. Home well, of... damn, what you about to, to deliver him a pizza? <laughs> no, I was asking. I'm getting <laughs> to I was getting to super you, you, you just know. She said, super? Now that my door, my, my door going to be knocking. You're like, special delivery. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't, don't give me the Harlem shaking, you know. <laughs> oh, Lord. No doubt. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, Queens, Jamaica, Queens, you know, you same, not far from where you know Fifty Cent and Ja Rule and uh, Nicki Minaj is from. You know what I'm saying? Same hood. And how about you, Super? I'm from Highland Park. It's in the middle of Detroit, like right in the middle of Detroit. Okay. It's where they, it's it's where they, uh, it's where the first, uh, the first uh, cars rolled off the first lot, Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first historical, historical market. Here before, like we got the first uh freeway over here, Davidson Freeway too. You know <laughs> well, check it out, guys. So we are almost at the top of the hour. So unfortunately, we're gonna have to say goodbye. I hate this okay. part of the show. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, ladies, for having us, and I I love the subject matter. I'm hoping that the young lady that sent that letter gets some support as she needs it and hopefully uh if 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 this whole um episode reaches her eyes and ears you know it helps give her some peace and i'm praying for her mom you know what i'm saying you know whatever she's going through hopefully you know she can find a way to be a better parent to her child to absolutely allow her to be in this space you know what i'm saying absolutely I, I I wish the same. I wish the same for them and, and anybody that's in that position or anybody that's dealing with that or 
anybody right. that's being affected by any type of trauma that's right. you know, slamming on all of us due to what we're dealing with presently, you know, mm-hmm. and from the past, I guess. Right. You know? Right. Well, thank you guys for being on Letters from the Pen. You guys, tune in Thank next you for Friday. having us. Holly K. Brooks will be here. So make sure you tune in. Psychic Intuitive. Absolutely. Answering questions and all types of things. And you catch this playback on BBS Radio, iHeartRadio. Thank you guys so much for being with us. And we will definitely have you back again. You guys go Absolutely. We got a lot more things happening. So definitely keep us in mind. We really appreciate it. And in the more the words of Russell Simmons. Get your, um, yeah. Get your cards read. Okay, okay. I'll just say in the border words of Russell Simmons, thank you, God bless, and good night. Thank you. Crossroads. Thank you. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Right. Peace. See y'all next Friday. All right.